All right, folks, we're back. And it is Tuesday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. Folks, it's your host, who? It's Radio Strongman, Kim Wade, coming to you live from WYANB 1039 FM. Well, folks, uh, it is Tuesday. Glad to be here. It's going to be an open forum. Get things off your chest. Got a lot to talk about. Enjoyed uh, Jameson show coming in. There are folks still out there fighting a good fight on behalf of election integrity, free elections, open elections. Uh, and a hat tip to all those who are still involved. There'll be a lot to be talking about. Uh, we got another 38 days, 34 days before the next election here in the country. November 8th, people will be going back to the polls. And uh, we ask that you try to get informed best you can. Uh, know the candidates. The well, main thing you got. Knowing the candidates is important, but knowing what you believe. Many people don't know. And you hear folks call here, and uh, you can hit, tell from their commentary that they really don't know what they believe. They just know who they don't like. And, you know, that's a component of the voting process, I guess. But it's more important. What's important to you? Uh, many people just don't know and don't care and don't understand it. But there's going to be a consequence because those people who have vested interest in doing whatever it is they're doing, Whatever they're putting their weight, money, and uh, efforts behind, uh, they've thought it out, and they're dead serious about what they want. In many cases, what they want is power. There was a good book, uh, a lady's just written, what is her last name, Webb? I sent a lot of people in my email, I sent them a copy, uh, uh, actually it was a synopsis of her, uh, it was an interview by uh, of her, let's see if I can pull it up here, it was an interview, and what she does just chronicle the <clears throat> marriage of uh, power between the government and basically the criminal enterprises that have made up our country's history down through the years, whether it be on the state, uh, local, or local, state, or national level, the different, co- uh, like the uh, the mafia, La Costa Nostra, and how the government basically folded its efforts into what the, uh, the mafia was doing in this country, and basically that's what you see now in today's FBI, CIA, and intelligence agencies. And, of course, Barack Obama was one of the ones who capitalized on the coming together of all that evil. And that's what we're looking at today. The people running the Justice Department and DOJ now are all people that were hired under Barack Obama and that evil Eric Holder. Black though he may be and black though they may be, evil nonetheless. Evil knows no color. Okay? But if you see the black one... Keep a reckless eyeball. I said, I said that to make uh, Snowball angry because, uh, you know, he sits back and, uh, you know, I didn't know this, but there's an app out there on the uh, app, uh, Apple, uh, Apple Web, or is it Apple website, the app store? It's Insult Finder. It's all the rage among left wing loons, uh, Democrat heads, degenerates, and people who vote Democrat all the time. What it is, you can go on and you can download that app. And it will go out and find the insult uh, for the day for you. I mean, whatever, you know, uh, the dynamics you want, whatever really ticks you off and gets you triggered, it'll go out and search the Internet worldwide for an insult that would have you just in a tizzy all day long. And uh, these people, you wonder where they come up with this stuff at. You hear uh, Vince and, and William and uh, all the rest of them calling here, and you wonder... Where are they getting this crap from? There is an actual place. So, uh, again, you can't put past uh, what the uh, the left will do. You know what? 
And I mentioned it yesterday, and I'll probably continue to mention it because it is worth mentioning. And that is how much life uh, your liberal friends and family members drain from you. I mean, these people really, dude, you're talking about kill, George. You're talking about killing the thrill. I mean, if you really sit back and think about it, laying all jokes aside, these people are just the drag, man. I mean, that's an old term from the 70s and 80s, but these people are a drag on life. And you have to ask yourself, why are you putting so much time into these people? They, they kill enthusiasm wherever they go. They're never happy. Somebody's always done something that's offensive to them. And you're thinking, dude, is it really that serious? In, in their world, it is. So I'm just saying, just be mindful of that. Now, my suggestion would be is that you just disengage from them. Look, God can deal with them directly. He don't need you. Now, it's not that he won't use individuals that, you know, to speak into people's lives and step into their lives and work in their lives. I understand all that. No problem there. But as far as you going out there dragging and kicking and screaming, these pulling these folks kicking and screaming to do what's best for them, dude, take take a day off. <laughs> Listen, go watch your kids play soccer. These people will always be losers. Whenever you pull them out of the ditch on one thing, tomorrow they'll be in the ditch on something else. In a depression, uh, anxiety mode, something's got them triggered. I'm just saying that if, if that's your ministry, if that's your lot in life to go out and figure out what you can do to make uh, left-wing loons happy, look, I understand. I want you to be obedient to your calling. But as for me, they can pound saying, I'm not dealing with this crap anymore. And look, Friend, foe, cousin, daughter, son, brother, whatever. I'm not putting up with your crap. Because there's nothing wrong with you other than you just need to change what you're doing. The world don't need to change for you. You want everybody else, as I said yesterday, to recognize your uniqueness or whatever it is you think that makes you stand out and people need to give you some clicks for. And yet you don't want to acknowledge anybody else and whatever may be going on in their life and their world and what makes them run? You don't want to acknowledge that. Man, look, folks, let these people be unhappy. Will you? Let me ask you seriously. If they're unhappy, would you really know the difference? No, because they're always angry. So that's just my, my suggestion. Do what you will. I mean, you know, if your heart is big for these folks and you want to continue to roll rocks uphill, hey, go ahead and do it. That's your ministry. God bless you. But for me, mm-mm. Nah, I'm done with it. Done with it. Gotten too old to be putting up with this foolishness. Because uh, the problems that America has are problems that have, that has been brought on America by these people who think that they can organize the world. They figured everything out and uh, all the world needs is just to do what they say do. And we have a template that had served us well for over 200 some years in this country. And now they want to destroy it with something that they don't need. They don't need anything to replace it with. And many of those folks who are the battering rams, the tip of the spear for all this destruction on our, on our way of life, they depend on us. They couldn't pull water out of a pair of Crocs if their lives depended on it. And yet, we're supposed to sit back and yield to them, bow down to them, do what they suggest do, and we sit in silence. No, I say let's do some chest bumping. Let's make these people smell our breath and ask them this one question. Is there a problem here? 
And when I say here, I'm talking about point right down the ground. Right? Is there a problem right here where you and I stand? Is there a problem here? Because if you just continues, continuously acquiesce to their foolishness and they have no way of affecting the things that they want on their own because they certainly don't have to get up and go to do it, they depend on you bowing down, yielding, folding, and going along with their bozo crap because you want to seem like the reasonable one. Well, put me down as unreasonable. Yeah, I'm that guy. Our number six zero one eight seven nine zero 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 two. We want to take a moment in acknowledging acknowledging the passing of the coal miner's daughter, Loretta Lynn. I like that song. I occasionally still play it. I go to YouTube and pull up the one where she's. I think she was on one of those uh, little Saturday night shows, Hee Haw or something. She's wearing a green dress and she's singing the coal miner's daughter. I just like that song. And of course, little. Uh, Background information, of course, many of you may or may not know, know this. Tom's, Tom's Fried Pies down there in Rich Land, Mississippi. Mississippi. Yeah, Rich Land, Mississippi, on Highway 49 South, uh, just south of Kroger's, across the street from Walgreens, right next to the Baptist, uh, what is a medical clinic, uh, MEA type thing, whatever it is. And uh, uh, Tom is from uh, Kentucky. He's from Loretta's County hometown area. And uh, the story behind the pies that you that Tom has made famous, well, actually, his mother made them famous. His mother used to cook those pies for her uh, her husband, his dad, who uh, worked in the mines. And uh, they were meat pies and fruit pies and all sorts of pies. And finally, word got around. Everybody wanted to taste the pies. And make a long story short, it became a big item up there. And how Tom and I got to talk, and he would, I was down there eating some pies sitting out on his patio and he had came in there. He had a, a shirt on uh, something. It had something about Kentucky on there. And I mentioned to him that's where my dad was from. And uh, uh, he's from Madisonville. Madisonville is the county over from uh, coal miners. Daughter. I don't even know what county he told me what the county was. Uh, Hopkins County is where Madisonville is. I forgot the county that the coal butcher hollers in anyway. So it's a it's a possibility my dad was working in the coal mines when his dad and uh, Loretta Lynn's dad was working in the coal. Well, she's 90 years old, so it may not have been her dad. But back then, uh, he went to work in the coal mines at 14. And uh, uh, so that's how we got to know one another. So when you go down there, just mention that in the story about the coal miner's daughter, his time up there in Kentucky, growing up there, barefooted, uh, soot all over him. <laughs> all, you know, those black and white pictures of uh, uh, poor folks in Appalachia. That was Tom. You know, and uh, he was born a coal miner's son. She was born a coal miner's daughter. This is a fascinating story. So when you stop by Tom's Fried Pies there in uh, Richland, Mississippi, make sure you, you mention the coal miner's daughter and he'll tell you his background and story and, you know, the, the story behind it. And, you know, one of the things what people don't know about coal miners, people think that all the folks up there were racist. Stuff. Coal miners were some of the most in terms of working around of diversity of people, particularly black folks, they got along good. Actually, the, the UAW was a was largely responsible for the relationships uh, of blacks and white had in terms of you know because when you're in the coal mine, everybody black, everybody all the lights out, everybody looked the same. So there was a lot of uh, 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 let's just say there wasn't the uh, uh, white on black animosity. Of course, they live in government. They lived in. Uh, company housing and uh, uh so there i mean there, there was a the schools and everything is 
it's an interesting story. You matter if you can go on and look on it. Uh, there's blacks of, uh, of Appalachia, uh, blacks of uh, uh, they still have they still have reunions where blacks who uh, parents worked in the mines they go back home down there from come back from Ohio and Michigan and Illinois and places like that. Southern Illinois uh, has coal, and as a matter of fact, they still mining coal off the land uh, our family owned before they got ran out of there by uh, Democrats. And believe it or not, I believe it was the Mennonites gave uh, our family money on uh, my mom's side to uh, uh, move to central Illinois. And, uh, of course, they stole the land and yada, yada, yada. But it's an interesting story. Stop by Tom's Fried Pies in Rich Land, Mississippi, and enjoy some of the finest pies. And I tell you, you might want to get a couple. Don't go in and just buy just one. All you're going to do is say, man, I should have got me another pie. Get you a couple of pies. And if you're going down to the coast for the weekend, get something to eat in the hotel room at night when you got the munchies or your kids just want some snacks, you got those Tom's Fried Pies. I encourage you to do just that. Our number is 601-879-0002. Let's take a quick, uh, quick break. When we come back, get to the phones. All right, folks, we're back. And it is Tuesday. On the line with us, folks, we have Barber Mike. What's going on, my misguided friend? How you doing? Kim Wade. What's going on, Michael? You sound, you sound down uh, today. Uh, actually, I, I am now, and he told me he was on the line. Yeah, I'm depressed. Yeah, well, you know, if you if you don't like the direction in which this country is going, you know you can always go back to Africa, right? Uh, they ain't got no place over there for the brother, man. I don't know anybody over there. But let me ask you here, Mike, are you happy with the direction the country's going? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Folks, we have Barbara, Mike, I mean, and you thought Snowball was in sign. Uh, insane. This guy here, he's he's a little bit more articulate than the ball, but he's just as crazy. Go ahead, tell us why you like the direction this country's going. Well, you know, um, life is good, man. You know, making money, you know, uh, serving the Lord. Uh-huh. Yeah, Negro. Now, you got, listen, listen. When I met Barbara Mike, he had a, a business. How many employees? He had about 15 and then Obama got elected. About, about 12. He had about 12 employees, and then Obama got elected. By the time, uh, I think probably the second or third year of Obama's uh, administration, Mike was out there on the corner with a can. Hey, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, you don't tell a lie. You kind of like their career. Crisis. Okay, okay. It wasn't a can. It was a cup. It was just a regular old paper cup. <laughs> hey, Liz. What? How long are you going to keep on defending this career criminal? Uh, who are you referring to? Uh, Joe Biden or Hunter? Uh, Donald J. Trump. Sir. Sir. Uh, you need to break yourself. You don't know it. You know, so how, how can you say what he will or won't do? Uh, well, let me ask you this here. What has he been charged with? And what has he been convicted well, of, sir? We'll deal with that in a moment because he won't say. You know, you know they asking him. He, he wanted a special master. To go through the documents, you know, to find out if the documents were his or not. Okay, uh, former Mr. President, you know, which documents are yours and which one belongs to the government? Well, he won't say. Well, we know why he won't say. Because he don't know what they have. Oh, you know what they got? He, he said that they came in there and stole stuff and planted stuff and all that. He say all that stuff on his, on, the, on his social media, but he won't say that in court. 
Well, you know, kind of like those election lies that y'all been that y'all been peddling. You know, he he didn't say any of that. Anymore. Oh, you mean the stolen election that you that you agree with? Yeah, the right. stolen election that y'all been peddling. You know, for a while. You know, he don't say any of that in court. Uh, Mike. I, I've tried you know, to. Y'all, y'all, had a, y'all had a whole week that y'all were talking about declassification. I ain't heard that word in about two weeks, two, three weeks. And you still don't understand it. I've tried to explain to you, sir, until and they. He don't say the word. He, he won't say that he declassified. Why won't he say that? Because the where they're at in this whole legal uh, uh, well, scramble, as it were. Why should he you know, tip his hand and say, okay, this is this is what I think you have? And then they tell you, no, we don't have that. But we do have this. Huh? He's a veteran he's a veteran with legal trouble, so you know, I mean he's not he's not claiming up like you would. Yeah. Because well, you know, you don't go to you don't go to court that often. Do you know do, do you know of anyone else who's been uh, uh persecuted like this? Oh, so he's a victim. No, I'm asking you a question. Do you know of I'm, any I'm, I'm other Man who has tried this God's green green earth, who's been persecuted like this by the government? Persecuted? Yes. Who's persecuted? Uh, I mean, you go, you go steal something. I mean, you can't get mad when somebody show up at your house and knock on the door and go get it. It don't belong to you. Okay, so what has he stolen? He told you what he stole. Well, he told us what he stole. Yeah, he told you that. So you don't believe it? So, okay, now who's saying that it's stolen? He did. Oh, he's saying it. Mike, you know what? Look, I I like taking your call. I would like for you to be a little bit more informed because you do have a few more uh, IQ points than Snowball. Well, no, what, what and I'm, what I'm and we want you people is, to look good. They asked him for the documents back, and he gave them some of their stuff that they stole, that he stole, but he didn't give them all. Uh, but they can't. Uh, oh, oh, no, hold it, Barbara Mike, Barbara Mike, Barbara Mike, Barbara, Barbara Mike. Listen, they came in. He said, "Get what you want. Take look. Go through whatever you see there and get what you want." And they're saying that okay, we got to go through your uh, sock drawer. We got to go through Melania's panty drawers uh, to find out if there's anything else. Well, wait a minute, Hoss. Uh, well, you, you, don't, you don't have a problem with that when they're going after somebody no, and they well, what, out what we What you we know, have is what, what we have is is them saying that they're looking for nuclear documents and yet they get a, a search warrant that allows them to get to go through anything and take anything they want from his home. Uh, brother, well, that's, brother, you, have, that's you, where they're going to have a problem. It's, you know what? All this could very well get thrown out at the district level. You know that, don't you? Well, it's not going to happen. Okay, wait. If you another talk with these Big Mac on those nuclear documents, they're gonna take the Big Mac too. You know, I heard he like McDonald's. Mike, Mike, did you uh, did you get the whole bottle of communion wine, and you you just dispense with the little small cups? You just drinking straight out the bottle now? You know, I called because you know you always talking about these people are evil. People are not evil because you say they're evil. They're evil because I'm watching their action and seeing their fruit, bro. Watching your action and say that you eat. Well, look, so bro, listen, I listen. I don't deserve halos and uh, uh, wings, though some may try to give them to me. I don't deserve that, bro. I understand. Yeah. I but, Mike, listen, agree, listen, 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 folks. I, I'll say, brother, I, you know, I, and thank you for giving me much time in Mobile Bob. Yeah. Is Mobile Bob there? Yeah. If you don't like the direction in which this country's going, you know, you can take the first thing. But well, you, but you haven't told me why. You haven't told us why you Africa, like. And you can drop by and pick up Mobile Bob. Tell him be standing on the curb, and you can pick up Mobile Bob on your way out. When y'all leave, uh, Mike, 
please tell us what is it about this economy or this administration and what they're doing that makes you so happy? Everything good, life is good, Kim. You right. know, that's all I can say. So it's all about you. No, no, everybody I know doing good. Mike. Mike. Everybody I know doing good. The only thing that y'all be talking about this economy is when these uh, uh, the wealthiest people uh, in, in the land, you know, have to pay their fair share of taxes, and then they start, you know, whining and complaining. Well, what that's, is... That's, that's all you're talking about. What, it, what? I mean, you ain't talking about people. I mean, I, you know, I, I guarantee if I see you, I, I, I guarantee you, your belt is going to grow a few loops since uh, Joe Biden been in office. He lost no weight. You know what? That's Mobile Bob. When Mobile Bob get on the line. He's on the line Bob, right now, you know, sir. Since Joe Biden been president. Ask Mobile Bob how much weight he's lost. And you, you tell Ask him how much weight his 401k has lost. That's the question. <laughs> your 401k, so. Do you understand the 401k system, Kim? Mike. Why would his 401k drop? Why would it drop? Why, why would he lose money in his 401k? Mike, Mike, listen. <laughs> Folks, you need to take the next step with your audience, man, and tell them why. Why would, why would, why would anyone lose money? No, what money I need to do is, what I need to do is cut you off because <laughs> my people out there are screeching and, and they're screaming at the top of their lungs. Mike, listen. I actually thought you were a little bit sharp. Folks, Barbara Mike said. Folks, very I, folk, folk, very folks, I have to tell you. Hey, but listen, listen, my point comment. If you don't like the direction of which this country is going, it, hey, it's a free country. Then why didn't you, you leave? leave? You leave? Then why did you? Why didn't you leave under President Trump? When you when you leave? Mm-hmm. All right, my, oh my li- God, this place is a dump. <laughs> well, let's not be so quick to judge. It says here there's a continental breakfast. Oh, the continent is Africa. <laughs> they called you and told you when Donald Trump won the election. I said, hey, Kim, I said, he won. I said, a power that be ordained of God. Did I not say that? Yep, yep, you did say that, Mike. All right, okay. Now, does all it right. apply when you guys steal the election, too? Well, I mean, all you got to do is bring forth some proof. Uh, the proof has been brought forth, sir. You just reject it. Uh, yeah, just okay. like you reject the truth. Like, just like now, you rejected, now, like, I, I forget her name, but she hadn't unleashed the cracking yet. Yeah, she said she was gonna unleash the cracking. <laughs> and Rudy Giuliani, Lord help us. I, I mean, dude. So, what do you want to see from uh, Joe Biden over the next, uh, uh, the rest of his term in the next four years if he gets another four years? Uh, good government, good government. That's, that's what, what you want. That's what we. That's what we're looking for. That's what we've gotten, and uh, that's what we're looking forward to. <laughs> and um, you know. Um, we don't want that career criminal. You know, we don't we don't need a criminal in the highest office of the land. All right. We don't need it. All right, folks. Mike, he's on he's he's headed he's headed south right now, folks, on his way to hell probably. But anyway, yeah, uh listen, huh? listen, listen. any man, you know, I mean, you know, you all used to say what a good businessman he is, but would you call me a good businessman if I file bankruptcy five times? Oh uh, yeah. Is that good business? Yep. That is that good business that I don't pay people? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. If that's what okay, you right. if that's what you say, it's documented, bro. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's all. Okay, okay. Have a good day, brother. All right, all right. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, that's Barbara Mike, folks. Barbara Mike sent me a sermon, two hours and seventeen minutes long. By the time I got to the end of the sermon, you could hear the people in the background screaming like they were in the in the bowels of hell. Ah, let me go! Stop! 
Stop! Take the microphone! Somebody call SWAT 911! Get us out of here in the name of Jesus! I'm saying, bro! I mean, he was citing out books of the Bible, don't even the book of the Bible dealing with Jesus and his Labrador. Mike, ain't no book. Shut it down, bro. I mean, he went, dude, I don't think he needs to preach another sermon till Thanksgiving. It was long, long. I mean, I'm telling you, look, they had a change of clothing. They had an intermission. I mean, they had an intermission when you go out and get drinks and stuff, come back. And sit down and listen to another two hours. Lord Jesus. And then Mike, I told you, he passed out. He passed out giving the sermon and his wife put an oxygen mask on him. He comes back to life, roaring back to life. Get all up in the camera, scared the crap out me. Hey, hey, ho, ho, back up, bro. Oh, man, I thought y'all fell asleep. No, we ain't fell asleep, man. We praying over here, Lord. Let this end. Take this cup from us. And he kept on going. And just when you think he's winding it up, he roared back again. Lord have mercy. Mm. I said, Lord, if you let me out of this place, I promise I'll serve you, but I ain't coming back here. Mm. Barbara Mike. Let's uh let's take a break when we come back. Mobile Bob. All right, folks, we're back. We're gonna get the Mobile Bob on first. Remind you, John Dorsey, State Farm Agent Extraordinaire, my agent. Folks, John, I'd like to encourage you to if you want to quote on homeowners, renters, auto insurance, John can provide it. Fast, quick, and in a hurry. Give this number a call, 601-790-2600. And get a quote. You thinking about getting a new automobile? You want to know what the insurance is going to run? 601-790-2600. He's your man. He takes good care of you, and I encourage you. When you're looking for insurance, homeowners, renters, or auto, he's your huckleberry. State Farm Agent Extraordinary John Dorsey, located in Ridgeland on Highway 51, right next to the McDonald's. John Dorsey. All right, with no further ado, uh, Barbara Mike's favorite caller, Mobile Bob. Hey, man. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> man, what do you do to these people, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I guess you don't know how the uh, 401k system works either. I, I didn't even want to go into it. You didn't understand it, but he didn't explain it for you himself. No, he couldn't. He couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, for folks who don't understand it, whenever the broader market goes down, uh, the vast majority of people's uh, pensions and, and retirement savings goes down with it. Because yeah. so that's where the vast majority of it is in, if you have any 401k. If you want your money to grow worth a flip, you have to have a 401k. Right. If you're going to grow sitting in the bank. Right. <laughs> and they have it spread out, and they have it spread out amongst a number of stocks generally. Uh, some, some of them just have it in their own company stock, but in many cases you'll have it in, uh, uh, what do they call them, mutual funds, and they'll just go out and invest in a basket of stocks. But of course, Mike is uh, living off the Lord. He lives, he walk in faith, but he uh, he toasts that sidearm in case any of his parishioners a little slow on the uh, uh, tithing. He wants to encourage them with a little shot around the foot, feet. You know, if you shoot at their feet, oh, okay, you want your money, okay. No, I want the Lord's money, sir. You always make that correction. But anyway, you're right, brother. Uh, like I said, I asked him, just tell us what's so good. He's like all the other, they're just Democrats. They don't care. They don't care. You know, that's the whole thing about thing about running for mayor. You got people out there like Barbara Mike. They really don't care. And, of course, folks, uh, just between me and you, Mike just moved into a $400,000 house out in a white neighborhood in Madison. Uh, he wants to live out there with white boy Bob. <laughs> I don't blame him. <laughs> And even with that, he should have been off he was uh, two, uh, three years ago with Trump. Mm-hmm. He should have been off, dude. If nothing else, you, 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 you're well, 
we lost, it's like uh, nine, I think it's like less than like nine trillion dollars mm. of ca- of wealth as, <clears throat> from the market itself mm-hmm. has been wiped out since Biden since Biden became president. Nine trillion dollars, yeah, of most all of it this year, and it's by policy. It ain't because of you know something unexpected happened. What he did, you could expect these things to happen. Our country, our economy is in a depression. Exactly, and that's everybody. And okay, uh, you know you don't have money. I don't have money in the stock market. Well, you know you don't. If you don't, but again, the inflation—you're wiping out wealth from capital, uh, capital, uh, capital gains, which is what we were. I was getting, and you're also wiping out my wealth from from inflation going up to over ten percent. That eight point whatever is is a lie. Everybody, everybody with a brain knows that it's more like ten to twelve percent inflation. Mm-hmm. So he's wiping out even folks who don't uh, have money in the stock market. Your wealth is getting you, where your whatever you got is getting wiped out through inflation. So, so do you worse off than you were four years ago? There's no, there's no question about it. Or three years ago, now you, it, it didn't take the guy four years to get you worse off. He did it in less than he did it well less than four. So you're not better off. So why are you 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 better off giving the argument of? Why you think it's not Biden's fault? Then you are with okay. I'm I'm better off. Good no, point. you're not. Good point. You just Excellent. lied to yourself. You're not better off. So reform your argument into why it's not Biden's fault. Somebody said uh, Barbara Mike expresses his ignorance in a very articulate manner, but he's still stupid. <laughs> but you know what? And the thing about it, uh, those who will be receiving Social Security, you're affected by this nine trillion dollar loss of value to the stock market. Uh, again, these people always look at their life. Well, as he pointed out, I'm doing good. Well, bro, what about everybody else? And okay, you want to make the thing you're not responsible for everybody else. All righty. Mm-hmm. But again, you're not doing better off. You're not better off than you were when Trump was president. Nobody is. Not even the richest people on the, in, in this country. They're not better off. They were better off when Trump was president. It just impacts them less, mm-hmm. but they would, but they had more when Trump was president. Because they're just basic math, dude. And you don't even try to come up with what Biden has done to make you your life better. You don't even try because you know you can't. <laughs> we, we point to things Biden's doing. Let's say when we pointed to things Trump was doing that we liked. We pointed to specific things. You're just general out there. I'm doing better, which you know you can't, which you're not, because you're not well as wealthy now as you were when Trump was president. Nobody is. Right. And the numbers spell that out. It's just like everything else. They ignore those numbers, but they want to tell us the numbers on climate change is for real. Uh, the numbers on COVID are real. But any other numbers, oh, not real. I'm not feeling it because everything is political to them. These people aren't trying to make the world better. They're just trying to make sure that somebody that they don't like takes it in the short. And even if it means it's them, these people are nuts. They're nuts. And what do you make the comment about uh, when you asked about the crime that Trump was supposed to have done? Mm-hmm. Well, they're trying to figure out what documents belong to Trump, what documents belong to the government. Here's a clue for you, man. Every document that, that Trump had belonged to him because do- Trump was the only one that could say, yeah, you can take, I can take him, or no, I can't. There's no, there's no authority above him that told him he could not take anything he wanted to take. And there is he no process. anything he wanted to be classified. And there is no process that he has to abide by by any other 
agency or an individual under him. He is the chief executive officer of this corporation called the USA. Try to explain it to Barbara Mike, but no, man, the archives folks are saying that he didn't follow the rules. There, He is the rule. <laughs> I know this is a pale comparison by, by no, by extremely <clears throat> pale, but it's the only thing I can think of. It's like uh, somebody telling God, well, that, uh, well, that, that Bible, that scripture don't mean that. Uh, God said, yeah, it, you can't lay with a man like you do with a woman. Well, it don't mean that. Uh, yeah, it does mean that. It means exactly that. <laughs> It means exactly. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. These people are nuts. And, you know, Mike's big thing is uh, he's always saying that, and, and he pointed out in scriptures where God gives this choice. And I'm saying, okay, so uh, he was talking about the uh, uh, Herschel Walker. Uh, supposedly, they got an allegation from some nameless woman that Herschel paid for an abortion. I'm saying, so what? what is her name? Well, she won't come forward. So nobody knows who she is. He, she can't be. But again, he believes that, he said, but Herschel wants to deny choice for everybody else. And I'm saying, but wait a minute. So if he had a, he made the choice that if, in fact, he did, which I doubt very seriously, they just did this last minute Hail Mary that he paid for an abortion from one of his, for one of his girlfriends or whatever. All right. So Mike is saying, well, he made that choice. I said, well, if he changes his mind and make another choice, according to you, that's okay. Everything is choice. See, yep. pr- principle is not something he can get his head around. He thinks that because he can, uh, he reads scripture and he can regurgitate what the scripture says that he understands what the scripture says. And because he's in a room with uh, a dark room and he's the only one with a lighter, he just insists that he's the smartest guy in there. No, you're the guy with the lighter. That's it. You're not smarter. You just happen to have a lighter with you. That's all. One of the many ways that President Trump, who, by the way, was a real president. Absolutely. Steal that line from you. Absolutely. <laughs> One of the many ways that he improved the Republican Party and the country and the Republican voters mm-hmm. is when all this crud comes up, that whatever someone did in the past must forever be held against them for the rest of their eternal existence. Right. No matter if they changed or not, Excuse when me. that tape came out about him, he said about the woman and what he can, what they'll let you do. Right. And Republican voters say, hey, "Okay, yeah, I mean that's in the past. So it's in the past. I don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. I think it's in the past. What's he doing now? They finally got these Republicans. Voters. Everybody's past isn't perfect. There are scars and mars and bad things in everybody's past. It with media only brings it out, of course, when it's Republicans." You keep letting that disqualify people. You're not going to have anybody, including yourself. So, hey, like old Janet Jackson song, okay, yeah, I know what you did then, but what have you? What are you doing? What have you done for me lately? What are you doing lately? Mm-hmm. That's all I care about. That's what it. are you doing now? That's it. But again, this is what I'm saying. Uh, this is why I believe that we just have to basically, people like Mike have to be manhandled. They, they are so out of it. They are demon-possessed in terms of their support for the Democrat Party and all things liberal and all things that are anti-God. Uh, we just have to ignore them. There's no reasoning with them. There's presenting facts is not going to do anything. These people have to just be flat-out overtaken. Exactly. If God don't hold uh, people's past against them when they repent and turn, why should we? And that's one of the many things Donald Trump did to improve it. If you've got these people to wise up, you're gonna pass up a, a good thing because you of what you something he did umpteen years ago. They don't even pertain to you. Mm-hmm. He's less than perfect. Guess what? So are you. There you go. Bingo.
All right, Mobile Bob, I appreciate it. When we come back, we have Nathan from D.C. We'll be right back. Folks, all the way from D.C., our man on the streets there in D.C., keeping an eye on Joe Biden. Nathan, what's going on? Hey, man. Hey, uh, Mr. Wade, how's it going? Great, my friend. Good to hear from you. Yo, that, that guy, what's his name, Barbara Mike, man, you know, man, he really typifies, like, what's wrong with black people, man. Absolutely. You know, he, he, first off, he, he okay as long as he got a full belly, but if the water... It's filthy. You can't even drink the water, mm, right? That's like, right. If if I was living in a town in an area where my water, you know, was undrinkable, I don't know how I could describe life as being good, right? right? And every day I get up and I see a lot of young black men hanging out on the corner, trash swirling around them, and they're fine with just standing there with the trash just swirling all around them. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of typical of like a lot of these blacks. They got a, you know. A charged up EBT card. They're eating, as the man said. He ain't lost any weight. He gained weight, right? Mm-hmm. And no matter how, who paid for the food, you know everybody else has to pay for their own food. So clearly, either he's you know making good money, but he doesn't recognize that everybody else you know has to pay these higher food prices for him to have those. And the poor people. Yeah, go ahead. And the poor people. I'm telling you, Mr. Wade, they're not affected by this because Biden. I'm pretty sure. Raise their food stamp a lot, man. About twenty five percent, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So they're pretty much exempt from all this stuff, right? Yeah. But I want to ask you, Mr. Wade, did you get a chance to see the Green Goblins up in New York City? And I guess that would show you an example of how <laughs> these people are clearly not missing a meal. Have you heard about those <laughs> no, Green Goblins? I have not. Tell us what's going on. Oh, Mr. Wade, you got to Google it. <laughs> green Goblins. There's some black women, and I mean, there's some big black women, big black women. Mm-hmm. And they went through the train station. You know how the trains are in New York. Right. And it was the end train. I guess it's appropriate. It's the end train. <laughs> and they were beating up white women. What? And they had on green goblin-like outfits. Maybe four or five big, large black women. You got to Google it, Mr. Way. It's all on the New York Post. I'll check that and out. And the blacks are just out of control, and there's really nothing you can do about it. No, right? what it is, we're being set up. I'm telling you, after they get done affecting their new world order, they're gonna. Ch- the media is gonna turn on a dime and start vilifying black folks. And black folks think you're getting shot down in the street now, baby. Boy, they're gonna be hunting us like Nutria. They're gonna be hunting us like rabbits. One of the white women put a, a wanted poster up in the subway in New York. Uh-huh. And, you know, this black man grabs her daughter. Uh-huh. And I'm telling you, like, it's gonna blow Mr. Wade. Like, the blacks are just marauding through New York City, D.C. And they've been empowered. They can do anything. Everything's free if they steal it, if they rob you. And people aren't going to take it. And sooner or later, right, you know, man's law is going to step up and, and going to stop these people. There's just no other way but the way. Well, people ain't going to have any choice. It's either them or you, and you got to decide. It's got to be them. Nathan, I'm going to look that up. The Green Goblins on YouTube. Check it out. Green Goblin Gang. You'll see it's the New York Post. All right. Green Goblin Gang on New York Post. 
All right, brother. Appreciate it. Thank you, man.